The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And welcome to this week's episode of Bring Your Soul to Work. You know, if you call my cell phone, which you may not do because you may not know my cell phone number, but for those who do, uh, that's what my voicemail message is. Uh, did you bring your soul to work today? And I get some really cute voicemails from people. Um, really, really cute. And some people are taken so off guard by that <laughs> because it's an odd combination of concepts, bringing your soul to work. Usually work is categorized as drudgery, painful, unwanted, limiting, uh, just all the things on the negative side of the scale. And your soul is usually something that is preserved for the, the, the higher parts of you. And when you go to church, you can feel happy because you don't have to work that day or whatever the case may be. So usually these two things don't coexist very well. And that was my dilemma in my life because those things didn't coexist at all. And I was raised very Catholic, very spiritual uh, having faith and believe in God and all things are possible and all that lovely stuff. And when I was in Catholic college, I really dove into theology and philosophy. And then I began studying some of the newer thoughts about spirituality in the world and exposing myself in my Catholic upbringing to other ideas around the globe. Some of them that have existed for, um, thousands and thousands of years before Jesus's time, uh, there was all sorts of concepts that are very, very reminiscent of what we now know to be um, largely held Christian beliefs. And it's curious to me how some of these things have waned a little bit and how those of us predominantly in the Judeo-Christian world, which is predominantly like European and United States, like North America, European uh, belief systems, um, have taken a while to understand and embrace some of the concepts that come out of the more Eastern uh, concepts. Although one very historical, uh, spiritual, life, universal uh system of thoughts, Kabbalah, has been around for a long time throughout Europe. And I've explored intellectually and sometimes from a practice perspective, a lot of these different belief systems, belief uh, concepts. Today, I want to talk about what your beliefs are really telling you about your life and how perhaps the beliefs that you hold might be holding you hostage. And when you have beliefs that don't feel good or don't allow your fullest expression of your soul, 
you're going to be leading a life that just doesn't feel good. I'm going to break that down a bit today. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some of my own personal experiences in life recently. I've been going through some personal difficulties, challenges. I have not been framing them that way. I have not been living in that way. But a lot of people around me um, are interpreting my life situation right now through their belief system. And I want to talk about that with you because it's really, really interesting. And it helps illuminate how we get stuck interpreting the world through a belief system that most of us got it handed to us. I'm not even going to say handed down because our belief systems for the most part have been handed to us. They've been crafted on us. They've been told to us. We've bought in hook, line, and sinker to belief systems, belief methodologies that are made up. There, I said it. Belief systems are by very nature made up. Yep, they are made up. They are crafted out of mental conventions. They are crafted in a way that originally helps us feel better. But ah, the tricky part is they actually, for the most part, don't. And I'm going to break this down in such intimate levels. I'm going to say this. You're going to get a PhD <laughs> in energy and spiritual dynamics today. So if you're not ready for that full out ride, maybe you want to go make a peanut butter sandwich or something. I'm going to dive in so deep on what belief systems are and how they tell you something about your life and why they actually could be really, really hurting you. And then in the second half of this program, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to solve that problem. What needs to be done? And in order for you to have the life that you want, you're going to have to focus on your beliefs. Because one of the main reasons why we don't have what we want in life is because we have belief structures that are inconsistent with either who we need to be or what we need to do in order to be the success that we want to be. So if your belief structures are putting you in a cage that you will never get what you want, you're going to be so freaking frustrated and so depleted and so confused. And if you're a law of attraction student, you're going to be wondering where in the world is the attraction. All it feels like is a big law. <laughs> and really what it might feel like is a big lie. I'm going to break all of that down for you today. Today I am chock full of all of the goodies of spiritual and energetic reality. I'm going to bust through some myths and I am going to help you shake this out. And indeed, when we are wrapping up today, 
you are going to have the nuggets of what you might need to do to have the life that you want. Because really, that's the only reason why anyone's listening to this radio show. Because you believe that I have something to help you with that you don't have for yourself, which is probably true. (laughs) I'm just saying. And what you want from this radio show is to feel better. I get that. I'm going to share some fun stuff with you. I'm going to open up a little bit about who I am and what's going on. And we're going to talk about beliefs and what they're really telling you. First of all, I want to uh, craft a bit of a distinction between beliefs and personal preferences because they're different, but they're sort of the same thing. And they are masked in a way that we might be likely to say, well, that's just me. That's just who I am. That's just what I like or don't like. And I hear this all the time. I have probably spoken to more women, predominantly women, but there have been some men. I have probably spoken to more people about their careers in a very intimate way than maybe anyone on this planet. I'm saying that for sure. Because I have spoken to over 5,000 individuals over the last four plus years, almost five years, about their careers and about their lives. I have had very intimate conversations with thousands and thousands of people all around the world. And I will tell you one thing for sure. Everyone has beliefs that are sticking them where they are. Every single person. Here's some beliefs. I just don't want to make that kind of money because it's not important to me. I just want to do something that will help people. I don't need to be a vice president. Or how about the, I don't want to be the boss because I'm not like that. Okay, you're so much better than your boss. I get it. (laughs) I'm going to be unapologetically pulling off the layers here today. So if you don't like a little, uh, (laughs) if you don't like my style, you might want to go make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and move on. Um, Anyway, uh, I'm going to help you out a lot today. So your personal preferences and your beliefs sort of meld into this thing we call your personality or your character. Let's not confuse the two because your character truly is really your soul. It's who you are at the soul level before all this belief stuff started to happen to you. And this is the stuff I work with with my clients. We, we enliven the soul because the soul of you is your true essence. And the soul doesn't change based on your belief systems. Now, your soul may not show up because your belief systems are, are, are caging it and suffocating it. But your soul is unchanging. Your soul is the same person you were at three that you are at 63. The same person you were at six that you are at 60. The same person you were at eight that you are at 38. That you is unchanging. Unchanging. But she has belief systems that pull her in different directions. Have to work hard to get ahead have to get all A's on tests and have to have the project perfect. And if someone criticizes me, oh my God, I'm going to just die. I don't want to hand this in if it's not perfect. I'm not going to hit submit on my resume because I don't, I just don't think it's good enough. I don't want to interview for that kind of job. 
they would never hire me because I've, I've never been a director before. I hear these all the time. Here's what I know to be true. Those belief systems are containing you and trapping you in a less than situation. And all of those beliefs have been constructed based on what someone told you and based on what you, evidence that your mind has decided to focus on. And let's talk about focusing on something for a minute now. I am homeless by the definition of the word since June 14th. June 14th, we packed up our townhouse, sold it to a very excited buyer, and did not have our new place ready for us to move in. That new place has been a moving target. It's a big, beautiful condo uh, building on the beach, looking so forward to moving in. We have had that reservation and down payment for nearly three years. And the move-in date has been changing basically for over a year, almost a year and a half. Oh, it's going to be this month. Oh, it's not going to be. Oh, it's going to be this month. Oh, it's not going to be. And um, to the average person, that would be a real pain in the neck. Luckily, because I live a bit of a charmed life, I have places to stay. Now, granted, I have most of my belongings in storage. I have some of my belongings in my in-laws. I have my computer and office set up at my in-laws kitchen. And thank you very much to them. They're very accommodating. And I have a nice little setup. And that's where I am sitting right now. But they've been home. They have a, a home in, in North Carolina as well. They have uh, been home uh, this week. So uh, off to a hotel so that I don't bother them during the day. Um, but as, as things would have it today, uh, they're both not here. And I'm able to do my radio show with direct line internet and all the nice things I need for this radio show to go on. Most of my business I can conduct off a laptop and no problem. So uh, there's some people in my life who are really upset about this, really upset for me, for my situation, for the inconvenience that this must be for me. And so they're energizing their belief systems around unfair, no fair, I can't believe you have to do that, et cetera, et cetera. And I keep saying to those folks with those belief systems coming at me, I don't have any problems. I don't have any problems at all. Because if you know anything about the law of attraction, if you know anything about the universal energy force, one thing is predominantly necessary for you to understand. And that is what you focus on expands. Hmm. Right. So if I focused on the gap between where I want to live and where I am living, if I focused on that, I really wouldn't be the person I want to be. If I focused on the gap between all of that, I would be knee deep, neck deep, eyeball deep in the problem that I can't solve. So I make choices every single day. And whenever this conversation happens, oh, have you moved into a new place? Oh, where are you living? Oh, are you there? And I'm having normal conversations with people. But then their stuff 
comes into it. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, I don't know if I'd be able to, oh, I'd be up in arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I focus on expands. And what I'm focusing on is the fact that I have beautiful places to hang out. I have flexibility. I have freedom. I'm out and about and I have no problems. I am eating. I am drinking my water. I am getting a good night's sleep. Ah, but here's the other thing. Oh, geez. Oh man. August 1st, I broke my foot. Oof. I'd been increasing my exercise through June and July because trying to rock out the body and get things rocking and rolling. My doctor wants me to lose a little bit of weight and get things going in the right direction. Um, uh, getting to those uh, years of the physical body, somewhat having some challenges and being as efficient and metabolically as uh, good as it was 30 years ago. So I uh, want to get a little bit more exercise going. So I've been doing that. And um, my left foot was kind of starting to bother me a little bit, but you know, I didn't want to put some energy on that. So strapped up my walking shoes slash running shoes um, many mornings, getting out there, enjoying the beautiful weather early in the morning, getting some fresh air, using my body, kind of got some cool new exercise clothes rocking it, feeling great about that. And um, August 1st, about a half a mile into my walk, I hear this snap in my foot. It really was like a pencil broke in my foot. And from that second on, I couldn't bear weight on that left foot of mine. Hmm. Thank goodness I'm walking with my partner. I was able to hobble to a, a gatehouse where I was able to be undercover because, of course, just as that happened, the rain began to pick up uh, some summer mornings in Florida. That's what happens. We get a nice uh, rainstorm uh, rolling through. And that's what happened that August 1st morning. I hobble myself over to the gatehouse. Now, when you hurt yourself, you're feeling very vulnerable. And I was feeling very vulnerable. I was scared. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew my foot hurt like heck and I couldn't step on it. And so I knew something was uh, for a while going to be an inconvenience. And so my partner walks all the way back home. That was There was no other choice but to do that. And she got the car and picked me up. So... Uh, in I go in the car, pouring rain out, get back to my in-laws where we were staying at that particular day. And I get home and I'm tired as heck. Like I had literally been drugged. And I'm like, I got I to gotta sleep for like an hour or something. I, you know, I had calls and that sort of thing to get to. But I was just, I was just exhausted. Just everything was taken, like just phew. I could hardly even say I got I to gotta, I gotta rest. I could hardly even say those words. I was so tired. So in I crawl back into bed, uh, fall asleep almost like I was in a drug-induced haze for about an hour, uh, get up, and I'm, I'm literally not able to wear a bare weight on my foot, taking a shower, getting ready, hobbling around, uh, think it'll probably be better tomorrow morning, and it's not better the next day. So uh, by the urging of my lovely partner, I get to an urgent care center and they tell me that I broke my cuboid bone, off to the orthopedic surgeon a couple of days later, MRI, et cetera, et cetera. So the last uh, several weeks of this month, of the whole month, I've been uh, focusing on making sure I'm taking care of this broken foot of mine. And uh, I've not been really great about doing what I need to to heal it and stay off it and that sort of thing. It's been, I've been kind of okay with it. Um, but I'm not focused on the fact that I have a broken foot. 
because that's not going to help me, especially when I have to go from place to place and I don't have a, a home to call my own. And uh, meanwhile, my mother's moving and we had a, a, a grandson born in that time frame and all sorts of life events happening. And so I'm wheeling myself around and, you know, all sorts of things I must do to kind of get along and, and live my life. Again, not focusing on it. Because if I focus on the fact that I have a broken foot and I'm pissed off about it and I'm this and I'm that, if I'm focusing on that, then I'm focusing on that. So just telling you about it right now is kind of bothering me <laughs> because I am living my life and doing my thing and showing up the way I want to be without the burden of the broken foot. But here's the thing. I got to address the feelings because if I don't address the feelings, I'll be repressing the feelings and they're going to show up and come up. So every morning when I'm doing my daily meditation and my gratitudes and my brags, I'm focused on the beliefs around who I am and what I want in the world. And I'm not focused on the fact that I'm homeless and I have a broken foot. Because if I craft stronger belief systems about the constraints of those two things, my life is not going to be what I want it to be. At a minimum, it's going to be a, a, a complaint fest. And don't you love it every time someone says, hey, how you doing? You have the opportunity to either energize what's wrong or what's right. And if your belief systems are driving you toward what's wrong, you're going to energize that. Every time someone says, how are you? Because you know what? It's an invitation for you to get energy and recognition about what's wrong because then you can get a little sympathy and then you can get a little awareness and then you can get people paying attention to you for what's wrong. Oh, that feels so good. That's so satisfying for someone to say, Hey, Oh, you broke your foot. Oh man, you, that sucks. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, da, 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 da. And on and on and on. And you're focused on what's wrong and you're focused on what's wrong and you're focused on what's wrong. And because of the beautiful laws of the universe, you're going to energize what's wrong. And now you're energizing the belief system of things that are wrong. Oh, my life is wrong. My life is bad. This is terrible. And now you've got a bigger house to live in on the beliefs that are everything about what's wrong. And you're wondering <laughs> why you feel like crap. You got to feel like crap when your belief structure is about what's wrong. You have to because it's consistent. You can't possibly be focused on what's wrong and feel awesome. In order to feel awesome when things aren't really perfect, you have to focus on what's right. The only way for you to feel great is to put your focus on the belief structures of how awesome you are, how awesome life is, what you're grateful for, etc. But you've got belief systems that you want to fill in all the time on what's wrong and why it isn't right and why your boss is treating you this way and why that report this and that and this and that. I had a big aha moment last holiday season on this very issue. Big aha moment. And I was at a very busy intersection and the traffic light was out of commission. And it seemed like it had been out of commission for a while because I think I drove through that intersection several times on the afternoon of running errands and doing some, some holiday shopping and that sort of thing. 
And I had an instant feeling of, I can't believe they haven't fixed this light. I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe. Don't they know it's the holiday season? And I was going to pick up the phone and I was going to supercharge how I felt with my partner. I was going to complain to her. Oh, they won't believe it. Oh my God. And it's so much traffic and that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not going to energize that. There's nothing I can do about it. Big whoop-dee-doo. This is not a problem. So when you have the temptation to focus on what's wrong, what's not working, I'm going to tell you this. You have belief structures that are going to allow you to house that. You have got to do a job on those belief structures to break them down. Because when things aren't going exactly as planned or as exactly as you want them, if you turn that into complain, struggle, suffer, victim mode, because you have belief systems that are consistent with that, you are going to be energizing all of that about you. And guess what? Your life reflects that. That's what belief systems do for us. If you would like to learn about the work I do for careers, because we're breaking down belief structures all day long. It's the coaching I do. It's the coaching me and my team do with hundreds of women every single year. You can learn more about my work at mofall.com slash masterclass. And if you want to book a, a call with me or my team, uh, you don't get to pick. We'll, we'll figure that out. You book that call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We want to help you break down what's going on with your career. If your career isn't where you want it to be, there's probably something going on with your belief structure and belief systems that's showing up in your career. And you are likely focusing on things that aren't working. And therefore, you're energizing that. And therefore, you're getting more of what's not working. It sounds so simple. And it really is, but it's not easy to change. Most human beings don't change this on their own. They get stuck in their belief systems. They live in those belief houses all their lives. And they wonder why things didn't work out for them. And no one really told them it was because they're focused on the wrong things. I'll be back to talk about how to fix this right after this break. This is Coach Mo Fall. Bring your soul to work. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we're back on beliefs. Yes, we are back on beliefs. I just told you some personal things going on in my life to illuminate how beliefs can trap us or free us. And when I'm focusing on what I have and I'm focusing on who I want to be, I don't put focus on what I don't have and who I don't want to be. So you have a choice in life. But the problem is most human beings on this planet are so committed to their beliefs because of deep 
feelings that have more or less embroidered those beliefs onto their soul. And the hurt and the missed expectations and the broken hearts and the feelings of shame and guilt have literally stitched strong-held beliefs on your soul. And it feels so permanent and it feels so true and right that those beliefs are permanent and, and, and of course, and that that's what reality is. But I'm here to tell you that every belief that you have is made up. It may have been made up from generations and generations of being passed down, perhaps that people with money are evil, perhaps that money is no good, perhaps that people in power are horrible, Perhaps it's a belief system about what women can and can't do in the world. Perhaps it's a belief system about people who drive green cars. Whatever it is, whatever your belief systems are about yourself and the world, they are made up. They are absolutely 100% made up on your thought and feeling commitments Just think about it for a second. Everything you believe is something that has been made up. If I believe that a five foot two person can't do this or a six foot person can't do that or a woman can't do that or a man can't do that, if I really believe and am committed to that, it's true for me. The only person experiencing your life is you. <laughs> that's the only person that's actually looking out through the lens and the filter of all those belief systems. Every other human being is looking out through their belief systems. And, you know, we tend to aggregate around people that have similar belief systems to us because it feels better. It feels so much better to be in agreement with people about our beliefs. So often I'm coaching women in my workshop and uh, one very common question will be, you know, everyone at work talks so negatively about my boss. I just don't want to participate in those conversations anymore because I'm understanding that what I'm energizing is what my world is going to be. I don't want to do that anymore. How do I get out of those conversations? There's a really, really good coaching technique that I'm going to give you today that's worth thousands of dollars. But I'm going to give it to you right now on the radio for free because I love you. So if you're in a situation where people are crabbing about a person or an event or anything, whether it be at work or in your family or friends, here's the technique I want you to employ. If you don't want to participate in energizing those beliefs, if you don't want to participate in energizing that reality. If you don't want to play that game anymore, that's all made up anyway. If you don't want to play that game, here's what you do. I want you to stop and I want you to take this down if it's necessary. Walk away. There, I said it. Walk away. Mm-hmm. 
it's uh, a pretty deep message, I know. It's uh, complicated. It is fraught with controversy. It is uh, super difficult to um, implement sometimes. But it is the thing to do. Walk away from the unwanted. I know. This should be on every billboard. It should be on every, any, every Instagram feed. It should be on every Facebook page. I get it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a game changer. It's going to change every single person's life. Possibly more than going to church on Sunday. Bold statement. When you are in a situation where people are energizing a belief system that you no longer want to play in, that you no longer want to energize, you must walk away. Pretend you have to go to the bathroom. Pretend you got to go walk the dog. It doesn't matter. Walk away. Get out of that situation ASAP. What would you do if someone was throwing acid on your skin? Would you stay there? No, you would jump back in horror and you would run away. Negative energized beliefs are as poisonous, as damaging as someone throwing acid on you. Don't let it happen. It is hurtful. It is going to take you down. It is going to give you such a negative energy pattern if you stay in that conversation that you yourself will be energized to negative energy. And guess what? In the attractor universe that we all live in, whether we understand it or like it or not, we all live in an attractor universe. You are going to attract the energy that is energized in you. Plain and simple. Boom. You're thinking negative thoughts, having negative feelings. Watch out. Because you're going to be attracting more of that. It's what happens in this universe that our God put together. The divine, beautiful architecture. Everything else is made up. Everything else is crafted out of our free-flowing thought, feeling, energy. And if you don't understand that, you are going to be victimized by negative energy from other people. And guess what? I believe in the human soul and the human spirit so much. I believe in the redemption and the salvation of our souls being bigger and brighter and more full of love and vibrating at the highest level of energy possible for human beings. I believe in all of that. And with that being said, most human beings don't know how to get there because their belief systems keep them caged in something less than that. I can't be happy and make $200,000 a year. That doesn't happen. That's a fantasy. People don't live like that. And people who have millions of dollars, they've, they've done something wrong and unsavory in order to have that type of money. People who drive fancy cars are, are ripping people off. I would never spend $150,000 on a Tesla. Who wants to do that? No, I just want to work for less 
and have people take advantage of me and bitch about it my whole life. That's not a better option. But you know what? 90% of the universe is picking that option. Why not pick the option of being awesome? That's an option. It's on the list of possibilities. Be awesome, feel awesome, do awesome things in the world, make awesome money, enjoy all of the above. Because you can make that up too. But you have to be committed to it. You have to be committed to the death of the beliefs that are caging you today in order to be committed to the beliefs of awesomeness. Because you can't live in your misery and have awesomeness. Doesn't work, does it? You know that. Because if you're not living in awesomeness, it's because you're living in struggle and suffer and victim and I don't and it's not possible and I can't. free soul, you have a choice. That's what has to happen. You have to have death of your current belief structure that's holding you back in order for you to have resurrection of a new belief structure. You have to die to the current self in order to rise up to the most beautiful version that your creator, your God, your divine, lovely, beautiful maker and keeper of the universe has wanted for you since you were born. This is the beautiful life journey we all have here together to express our awesomeness. And yet so many people have belief systems around that being wrong, around that being negative and around awesome people being wrong and negative how it's not possible for them. You know, there's only one Steph Curry, mother. there's only one person who can really shoot like that. Really? Well, before Steph Curry, guess what? He was practicing and he was believing in himself. He was making it happen. Before every awesome person showed up on the planet with their awesomeness, they worked on it. Uh-huh. Even Jesus Christ himself had to work on it. Even Jesus himself had doubters and haters. According to the Bible I read. But did he let that stop him from loving and being awesome? No. Because his belief system of something else was stronger than the critics. It was stronger than the doubters. So your belief system can do that same magic for you. Because your beliefs are showing up in your life. So you take a good look right now at what your life looks like. You take a good look right now at what you've been talking about for the past 24 hours. Take a good look at it. Go ahead. Take a good long look right now. I'll give you a few seconds. Think about the conversations you've had over the last 24 hours. Think about the thoughts that you've had about yourself for the last 24 hours. If you want to write those things down, go right ahead and do that so you can get really crystal clear on it. Once you get clear 
on what the heck is really going on and you look at it, maybe then you'll realize that it's not consistent with what you really want in life. And it's not consistent with what your creator wants for you either. And it's not consistent with what your soul wants in this life either. But you've been carrying around 16 bags of bad beliefs and bad feelings because no one ever helped you get rid of them. No one ever helped you kill those. And that's what you have to do. You have to kill them. But here's the thing. Once we kill a belief about we'll never be successful, guess what? kind of have to take responsibility now because that belief is allowing you to get off the hook. And once you stop your boss, you have to take responsibility. Once you stop blaming everyone around you, everything around you, you now have to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. This is big people's world. This is stepping into your power. This is stepping into you choose. This is stepping into you get to craft the beliefs that are going to work for you. So here's a little magic for you. The beliefs that you have are holding you hostage because you've got feelings and scars in your soul. You've got things that haven't felt good. And in order for you to keep that under wraps, you have to have these belief structures to protect that. And so what happens is you have this belief structure here and this and this and this, and you have all these crafted structures hanging out on top of your beautiful soul, holding it down. So guess what you have to do? You have to get in touch with those feelings that are being protected because you don't want to feel them. And if you're adding, I don't know, uh, Drinking too much, shopping too much, watching too much TV, uh, all these other too muches on top of it to kind of keep all those feelings at bay. You're going to start releasing those things as well when you release the feelings. So you have to go into the feelings and you have to kind of like feel them. And it's really, really good and powerful to literally feel them in your body. And what's going to happen when you do that is you're going to probably want to cry. And you may cry uncontrollably. And you may need a few pieces of Kleenex. And you may be scared. And you may wonder if this is really the right thing to do because it doesn't feel good and your danger brain is going to be like, what the hell are you doing? But if you don't release that caged feeling, you're going to have to keep the contraption that's holding it together inside your soul that's holding your soul back. If you don't let go of that, that precious feeling that's hurting you, it's going to poison you until your very last days. And you know, I don't really know what happens after that. But I know that if you have feelings that are poisoning you every single day of your life. At the end of your life, it's not going to feel very good. Because those feelings are probably keeping people away from you. Well, they're at least keeping you away from you. And by definition, because of that, there are people who probably you want to be closer to or who they want to be closer to you. 
and they can't get there because that feeling is blocking you and blocking them. So you've got to get familiar with those feelings. And here's the great news. Those feelings will travel quickly through you once you pay attention to them for a little while. It doesn't have to be days and weeks, but what happens so often is that when we start to have a feeling and start to maybe release something, the intellect grabs a hold of it and says, no, what are you feeling that for? Don't do that. You're going to die. So don't let your intellect get involved in this. Have it be purely about your soul releasing the things that are caging it. Whether it be your personal judgments or your hurt, allow yourself to have the release. These feelings don't belong embroidered on your soul any longer. They just don't belong because they're holding you back from your own divine beauty, your own awesomeness. Every self-doubt, every shame, every guilt, every time that things didn't work out for you and you felt defeated, all of those things are tethers holding you back. And they've created contraptions of belief systems to make it okay. Well, I've just never been good at talking in meetings. Yeah, because you've gotten shot down a couple of times in meetings and people have looked at you funny and you've turned it into a feeling state and you've turned it into a meaning and you've turned it into a belief that you're now completely committed to. So you're not going to get ahead because you've literally embroidered that on your selfhood. But it's not true. Maybe you've never learned how to speak up in a meeting. Maybe you've never been coached through the lack of confidence you have about it. Maybe when you were in fourth grade and it was the index card one-minute speech, you felt like an idiot. Maybe a boy laughed at you. And so you felt such shame and guilt and, and that you weren't worthy. And it was a defeative experience. So you have that feeling now completely attached inside of you. And you've crafted a belief around it. And now it's, it's containing you and caging you and holding you prisoner. So now when you're a 45-year-old accountant and you're not getting ahead and moving your career forward, you have that tethering you down. Well, of course I'm not going to get ahead because I'm not good at talking in meetings. Don't let that stop you. Don't let that be the thing that takes you out of your awesomeness. To me, that's the greatest sin that we as human beings have is buying into the beliefs and the hurts more than we believe and buy into our soul's beauty and awesomeness. One of the things I do with the clients who join my workshop, my 12-week workshop is called the Kick-Ass Career Workshop because I want everyone going through that to feel totally kick-ass and to release their soul. So one of the things we do is we document brags and that word in and of itself usually freaks people out. I can't brag about myself. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't. So we coach them through that. And guess what? Oh, I'm good at that. Oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I am awesome. Oh, my goodness. And then they start to cry because their magnificence is awesome. Let's take a caller. Thanks for calling in. Victoria, how are you? You have a question or a comment you'd like to talk about with me? Oh, 
she doesn't. Okay, just calling in. Uh, happy to, to have you visiting. Bye. So when we are caged and not seeing our awesomeness, it hurts us for as long as we keep that cage. And that cage is called your belief systems. So be careful what you commit to that you make up about who you are and what life is going to be about because that is where you're going to be living. And as a woman who is currently homeless, <laughs> I know all about what the comforts are of where one lives. And your belief systems are just the same as a physical place. So be careful where you move into. Be careful what you hold to be true. Allow yourself the space to feel the feelings that are the foundation of that belief system. Break it down for yourself. If you uh, come to my, my, my free training, my webinar, um, I call it a masterclass sometimes, and that's actually the URL, mofall.com slash masterclass. If you come to that training, you're going to learn a little bit about your core values. You're going to learn a little bit about some of the things that are holding you back in your career. And we're going to dive into some of these aspects and how they end up playing out in your career. Some people who have seen my, my free training tell me that it's, it's, it's like hit so many buttons. I thought they, that I was actually inside of them speaking for them. Uh, because I know how this goes because I lived it myself and I live it daily. Also a spiritually evolving life is not something that ends. It's not like driving to Los Angeles that you get to Los Angeles and yay, I'm done. Well, when you get to Los Angeles, you got to drive around and get navigate that city too. So even when you're trying to get to a particular destination and some of my clients, actually most of them want to get a new job. So even when they get to that new job, there's still stuff to navigate once they get there. So the path continues to unfold as long as we are alive in this physical body. And again, I'm not sure what happens after that. I'm really not. But I do know that your life will unfold in front of you every single millisecond in ways that are going to delight you or they're going to scare you depending on the beliefs that you are holding in your energy being. And if those belief systems don't feel good, you have got to change them before you die a wicked death of, of negativity. As a breast cancer survivor, I kind of know what I'm talking about on that because I know for sure that a lot of the negative thoughts I was holding about myself were part of the reason why breast cancer was triggered in my, in my uh, cellular makeup. There's been enough studies on this that we know these things to be true. If you have autoimmune diseases or some other things, more than likely the stress of your negative beliefs and the poison that's been stitched on your soul has been doing damage at the cellular level. We know these things to be true scientifically now. We actually also know that from a chromosome DNA level that generations pass down trauma patterns. So you may have feelings within you, within you that actually aren't even really yours, but they're technically encoded on your DNA. We know this is scientifically true. So we know so much about beliefs. We know so much about thought patterns. We know so much about all this stuff. Thank you to all the scientists who have done this great work. 
and spirituality and physics, spirituality and neuroscience, spirituality and cellular science have been coming together for the past couple of decades because we have better diagnostic tools to see these things. And now we're beginning to blend these things so that it's a coherent one philosophy of how the human experience can unfold in a much more beautiful and magnificent way. You owe it to yourself to live a magnificent, awesome life. You owe it to your creator. You owe it to your soul and to the destiny that you were born here to do. If you would like some of my help, if you would like to work together, if you like what you hear, if you like what I'm saying, and maybe you don't totally like it, but you're thinking, oh, this is true and something I better dive into before I get cancer or before I get fired or before my life goes in a direction that is almost irreversible. And there are some women we have in our workshop who their lives have gotten to a point where it was pretty bleak. We can help most people, but let's find out if we can help you. The way to do that is by booking a career clarity call. And that's at mofall.com slash give me clarity. Just type that into your web browser, mofall.com slash give me clarity. Just spell that right out. Hit your enter button and you're going to come to a page where you can book a call with me and my team. And we're going to help sort out your career and we're going to help sort out your belief system and see if we can help lift you up to where you know you need to and want to be. This is Coach Mofall. Bring your soul to work. I will see you next week here on Unity Radio Live. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.